What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. Thanks for joining me again. Uh, St. John moves to 2-0 in the early part of the non-conference schedule. Again, a lackluster opponent, this time Lafayette. St. John's wins 83-68. Again, perhaps a lackluster performance in many regards, um, but a 15-point win nonetheless. Uh, St. John's was up 34-32 to at the half, and in that first half, there were some issues that could be reoccurring problems. Uh, we saw some open threes in game one against Merrimack. We obviously saw a bunch of open threes given up to opponents last season as well. That's something that we wanted to see shore up uh, quite a bit. And in the first half, Lafayette was eight for 17 from three. Um, 24 of their 32 points came from three. Eight is a, a, a high number for a half, obviously. I'm not saying anything um, that you guys don't know. 46% from three is a great percentage. Again, not saying anything you guys don't already know. I will say we did do a great job of limiting looks inside the arc. That probably goes both ways. They were looking to shoot threes. We were taking away looks from inside. They did have a handful of looks that were too good. Okay, so I'm not trying to alleviate any um, blame from ourselves. Like I said, giving up eight threes is too much. A couple of those were difficult shots, well-contested shots that Lafayette, hit, that hit, Lafayette was able to hit. Um, the good thing was in the second half, we tightened up on the perimeter. Uh, we didn't give them nearly as many good looks from three, although they still did hit six of 18 in the second half. We tightened things up. We were able to push the lead out to 10 points, and we kind of coasted from that point on. Um, but in the first half, we didn't shoot well ourselves. We were 39% from the field. Um, we were 5 from 12 from 3. We were only 6. I'm sorry. We were 6 for 11 from 3. We were only 5 for 17 from 2. So we did not do a good job finishing inside the paint or looking to exploit our, our size advantage, which we did do much more of in the second half. Uh, so the first half left a lot to be desired offensively. We were not crisp. We did shoot the ball well from three. Uh, that's not something we're sure that we can count on, you know, moving forward. So it could be some fool's gold early on. Um, so in that first half, uh, you only you only had a two-point lead against a team that's picked uh, last or close to last in the uh, in their conference. And we know Lafayette is not expected to be a, a powerhouse in any regard. Um, in the second half, like I said, we were able to get a 10-point lead, uh, tighten things up on the perimeter defensively. Um, we might have been up by as many as 17 points at one point. Uh, they hung around, got it to within eight points a couple times. Uh, we didn't seem too interested in putting our foot on the gas or their foot on their necks and really finishing this game off. Um, that's one thing that happens, you know, and this is a, a negative when it comes to having a schedule that's filled with some cupcakes and a majority of cupcakes early on is players like Posh and Curbelo might not be as up to play against these teams. You know, they're used to uh, the, the playing against good competition. They want the higher stakes. So it's twofold. You want to play against good competition to prepare yourself for the tough conference schedule you'll see in Big East play. And you also want to give your guys uh, something to look forward to and to, and to um, get themselves up for and not that they shouldn't be up for every game, but, you know, that's how it is. They're, they're human beings. They get up for bigger competitions more so than smaller competitions. Um, some positives for the game. Uh, we took care of the ball much better than we did last game. Uh, we had only 10 turnovers compared to the 29 we had first game. Obviously, 
Uh, that 29 is probably going to be an outlier for the season, but it, it wasn't a good sign to see how careless you were tonight. We were had a, a much more concerted effort to take care of the basketball. Our guards in particular weren't as sloppy. Uh, Posh and Curbelo combined again for 12 assists. This time they, this time they only had three turnovers between the two of them. Last uh, game one, they had 10 turnovers between the two of them. So that's good to see. Um, again, we had a good night from the free throw line, 17 for 20. And I believe that makes us 31 for 36 on the season. So that's a good sign. No matter who you're playing against, you want to be able to hit your free throws. Uh, we have seen that come back to rear its head against us multiple times. You know, if you were a St. John's fan, uh, more than a few times. Uh, we had another good night from three. We were 10 for 20. Again, uh, tonight it was Wu Su who really uh, led the charge there. Good to see him get going. Hopefully it's a balanced attack, kind of a by-committee attack. We have enough guys who are threats and have to be guarded, and we have some guards in Posh and Cabello who can find those guys when they're open, and we pick our spots well, and uh, we're able to just you know hang around in terms of a three-point team. I don't think we're going to break any records, but hopefully we're not a team where it's, where it's such a liability that holds us back from having success. And then in the second half, we did go inside a lot more, especially early in that second half. We looked at Soriano a bunch. Um, and, you know, I would have liked to see it early on in the first half, obviously, but that's something at least we, we pointed to at halftime. The coaches obviously drew something off and came back in the second half, and they made a, a concerted point to, to get the big man touches, and, and he capitalized by, by getting some early, ba early baskets in the second half and pushing that lead out to 10 points. Um, and we had 29 bench points again, so bench unit and not as much minutes as they had in game one. Still had some good contributions. Wusu led the way, led the way with 14 points. Wusu wed the way, I said, www. Um, 29 bench points, uh, another positive there. Uh, some negatives, uh, too many good looks from deep. Obviously, we've covered that already, but we gave up way too many good looks overall from three, and we got to gotta sure that up as the season goes on. Um, no real direction or urgency in the first half offensive-wise. Like I said, we were really poor from inside the uh, perimeter. We didn't really have anything drawn up to get good looks. The threes we hit were kind of just – uh, standstill jumpers. They weren't off good movement or good um, inside out play. A lot of them were just catch, survey, and shoot. You know, nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't like we were creating great looks. Um, we really got to shore up how we're going to get points when the game slows down in the second half. I thought we had some poor shot selection in the first half, some quick looks from three. Mathis took a quick three in the first half. Uh, Wasu took a three. The one three he missed was just a nonsensical three, I thought. Uh, Posh took a pull-up jumper from long range two in the first half with no one underneath the rebound. Just some shots in the first half, I thought, uh, led to some of the difficulties we had pulling away early. Um, and then we didn't close the game out particularly well. Yeah, we kept them at, at arm's bay for the, for the most part, but we could have really pushed that lead to 20-plus, I thought, and cruised to a victory, got our bench some more minutes, some more opportunities. But we were kind of lax days ago. There was a play real late in the game where Jones kind of uh, didn't really look to push the ball up past half court. It was like a minute and a half left, kind of was like facing the other direction, the other bench. Finally gets across half court and we end up turning the ball or no, uh, Curbelo scored real quick right at that point. And then uh, Lafayette pushed the ball down the court off a layup, got an easy dunk. We should have been back in transition there. Minute and a half left. You got to close the game out. A better team will make you pay. Um, but overall, we're 2 and 0. All right, let's take a look at the box score. All right, I'm going to try something new here, guys, testing out my uh, technology skills. Uh, thanks to you guys for joining on YouTube. Who's ever watching now will be able to see this, the box score. Let's bring it up. Wow, look at this. 
All right. Uh, Jones led the way. He had 20 points. Another good shooting night for him. Two for four from three, four for five from three, or from, from the free throw line. He had a couple of nice drives, a couple of nice finishes, five rebounds, uh, two assists, two steals, one turnover. Uh, he's got a lot of offensive firepower. He's not shy in any sense. He, he was my guest in the, in the preseason to lead the team in threes made. I think he'll definitely uh, get every opportunity to, to, to have the most threes taken. He'll, he'll get the minutes, he'll get the opportunities, and he won't be bashful. Uh, Store, Wusu, um, Pinzone, who else might ever be in the running? Uh, you know, Posh has yet to hit one this year. I thought he might be in the running this year. He's got some catching up to do early, but um, I think Jones will have the most consistent looks from three. Soriano, double-double, 13 points, 10 rebounds, did have two assists, two turnovers, five for five for eight from the field. So another efficient night. Uh, we got to get him more looks, got to get him more looks early on. Even if he's not, you know, putting up uh, a shot every time he touches it, he draws a lot of attention where he can get some offensive sets off his touches. Um, don't have to wait to the second half to get him going. Posh didn't make a field goal. Not sure how many times that's happened so far in his career. Still had six points, six assists, five rebounds and, and made an impact overall. Uh, we got to, you know, he's not a guy who hunts his shots. I've said in the past, scoring isn't the thing that makes him great. But still, we're going to need him to be a consistent double figure, you know, 12 to 16 point guy a night. And with that comes um, a game plan and, and a design and um, us pushing for him to get those looks and to make sure he doesn't go long stretches without taking shots. Um, but tonight was one of those nights where it never really came for him on the offensive end. Cabello, 10 points, six assists, only one turnover. Really good game overall from him. Had a couple of nice drives and finishes in the second half. Um, overall, he's had a real good start to the season, I think. Um, Shades look is a, is a cool look. I'm sure that will be talked about. Probably see some memes on Twitter about that. Uh, I don't know how you could play with, with, with uh, shades like that, but whatever helps. They said it was something to do with his con concussion and a headache. So whatever helps him play, that's good. Um, he, he does do a good job of looking to feed the ball inside. He, he might have had that, that one turnover he had, he left his feet, which he seems to have a habit of doing, left his feet got himself in trouble in the paint, but he does always look to feed the guys in the post. Um, and that is a, a, a nice added asset to this team. Uh, Mathis, the fifth starter, five points, one rebound, not as good of a night offensively as he had in game one or during the exhibitions, two for six overall, one for two from three. Uh, like I said, I thought he took a rush three in the first half, the, the three hit in the second half, his feet were set. I still didn't think it was a great shot, but can't complain about shots that go in too much. Uh, defense was again good. There was a couple threes that were hit in his face. So when you look at back at the overall numbers, yeah, it, it's like yeah, the three was hit when Mathis was guarding him. But overall, you can you can count on Mathis for for playing good perimeter defense, especially comparatively to the rest of the guys on the team. Uh, the bench unit didn't get as much minutes this game as in game one. Stanley two points, two rebounds. He had a nice catch, a nice finish in the second half, one for one from the field. Didn't bring much else uh, to the game. Store, eight points. He had two threes. Had a nice drive and nice finish. Nothing else in the box score. No rebounds, no assists, no steals. Like to see him be active there. Like to see him try to get in the glass, get himself some cheap baskets, maybe a deflection or a steal. Uh, but the eight points is good. He looks confident in shooting. Uh, Pinzone, another guy who looks confident out there. Much more physical and ready to play than he was as a freshman. He's going after rebounds. He's being uh, feisty on the defensive side. Still, I think he's behind Wusu and Mathis in that regard, you know, sliding his feet and being a physical presence, but he's made some strides there and he's got some offensive skill. I do think he's a little bit um, 
you know, predetermined to take a shot. A lot of times you can see a couple seconds ahead. He's got it in his mind. It's, it's his turn to turn to make an offensive play. He does have some good skill there, some nice touch. I want him to get more comfortable out there and so he can let the game come to him more. Uh, and Wusu was the star on the bench tonight, 14 points, three rebounds, two assists. He was four for five from three. I think he hit two in each half. Uh, good to see him going from there. Again, he'll be one of those handful of guys who will have to hit threes as uh, the team gets going. Uh, we shot 52% from the field overall after 36 or 39% from the field in the first half. So we had a really good second half shooting performance, 10 for 20 from three overall. That's 50%. And then 17 for 20 from the line. Uh, so a good shooting night overall for our Johnnies. Uh, we're 2-0. and We got another test, uh, I think, Central Connecticut, I want to say, is our next game. And then we'll play Nebraska after that. Uh, Nebraska will be our first power conference test. Obviously, we don't have to stress too hard. They are not expected to be good. That's a game you can't afford to lose, especially at home. Uh, but we should take this next game, go to 3-0, and take care of business against Nebraska, get to 4-0. and and then get going towards uh, the real part of the out-of-conference schedule, where we'll see Temple, a uh, team who just beat Villanova, and then hopefully those damn Syracuse Orange. Um, but it's been good to see St. John's play some games. Still a lot to work on. Nothing looks absolutely great. I don't think anything looks absolutely horrible or unfixable. Um, there's a lot of teams that are struggling early. There's a lot of teams that look good early. I saw Seton Hall look really, really good. I saw Providence and Georgetown not look great. Um, it's a long season, a lot of ups and downs. What you got to do is win, take care of business, learn while you win. That's the key. All right, guys. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to those who have subscribed. We're almost at 50. We're really creeping up. You saw what we did here. All right. You guys are listening in on, on the podcast. We got some test technical aspects, um, really, really enhancing our, our show over here. Box scores, visuals, uh, what will happen next? You got to find out. All right. So subscribe. Please keep tuning in. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, for Anthony Mason Jr. This has been Pat Kane, Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.